Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Engston. All righty. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio with those crispy microphones. These are the same ones that Joe Rogan uses. The, in case anybody's doing a podcast, you don't want to skimp on crispy microphones. These are the Sure SM7Bs, right, Nick? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Joined by Randy Angston. What's up, buddy? How are you doing, brother? And then we picked up these sweet uh, arms, like podcast arms here, and, and they just swing. float around. Yeah, so basically fully adjustable. Um, yeah, guys, you got to check out this podcast studio on our YouTube channel. Built to Grow podcast on YouTube. Check it out. You can see you can see what I'm talking about. You can also see this beam of light hitting, <laughs> creeping in both hitting, of our hitting my eyeball right now. Just the and one. yours just too. Just the one. It's, uh, it's just this time of year. It's just like mm-hmm. one of those things where we come in the same time every day, but the sun moves. There's yep. a whole thing about suns and, and like rotation of the Earth, solar systems, and f- yeah. <laughs> is it flat? Uh, anyways, got a great show for you today. We are going to talk about all the things that are being done wrong. And, uh, you know, it's more of a rant because, um, and I'm not, I'm not calling any names or anything out, but I see a lot of shit that's wrong in this industry. And, 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 and I'm gonna tell you why it's wrong. It's yeah. not, it's not that it's like, well, you think it's right. And I think it's wrong or whatever opposite. I, you think it's wrong. <laughs> and I think it's right. There is no right way that some of these things are being done. It's just being done out of convenience or it's the way we've always done it Mm -hmm. or, you know, I didn't learn my lesson the first time and I'm doing it again. So anyways, we're going to talk about it. And, uh, you know, if this is you, this is your wake up call, get this shit figured out because it's, it's a quick, this is a great analogy. So it's very, very difficult to sell or sign up, you know, five or seven personal training clients in a day, but it's really fucking easy to lose 10. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. It, it, it really is. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's a lot to, that goes into that statement. It's like, it takes a long time to build the right thing, but you do one thing wrong and you could collapse the whole business. Yeah. And unfortunately the, the, the gyms I'm talking about do multiple of these things. So let's, let's just get into it. So I was on a call yesterday, uh, with a gym, um, no names again, just kind of a discovery call. And I want to help gyms like that. That's mm-hmm. my goal in life, right? Like we help gym owners win. I want the gyms to win. And, you know, in, in, in order for me to do that, I have to ask questions. I have to have data. I have to have to understand what we're working with here. And that's a lot of times one of the first things I do when I get on a call with a gym owner is like, Hey, so tell me about your amount of members you sign up every, every month. How many do you lose? What's your attrition rate? Mm-hmm. What do you, what's your average revenue per member? What is your gross revenue? What's your base operating expenses? What's your cost per acquisition? What are you spending on marketing this month? Basic questions. And the particular gyms I talked to yesterday didn't know any of those numbers. Mm-hmm. They couldn't tell me how many members they're signing up. 
They couldn't tell me how many they were losing. Therefore, they couldn't tell me their attrition. They don't know how many current members they have because of the way they do their operation, which is, I'm going to tell you in a second, what, what's, why that's the case. So they didn't know how many active members they had because they have like these, these passes that don't expire. And it's just like they just stopped coming, but they're still active. But are they? But they're not getting billed because they paid for the They've thing. they prepaid, yeah. So it's just like they're, they're, there's just a number on a spreadsheet mm-hmm. or, on, or in the database. And, and we couldn't figure out any of this stuff. Um, and we got to a point in the conversation where I said, I can't help you until we have this information because I'd just be shooting from the hip. Yep. And, and that's essentially what they've been doing. Yeah. Um, I asked about the sales process. If somebody was interested in coming in, uh, maybe they drove past your building, maybe they saw you online. How do they do that? Well, they made it really difficult for somebody to book an appointment with them. They had to call in. Uh, they had to uh, jump through hoops essentially to do, give, give this business money. Mm-hmm. And I stopped the conversation right there and I said like, listen guys, why do you make it so difficult to do business with you? This is, this is obviously the opposite of what you want to have happen. Yeah. You're making it, it's already a hard enough decision for somebody to join your gym, but then we're going to make them jump through all these hoops. They have to call us. And then, you know, they have to fit our schedule and then they have to come over here. And then I'm not going to tell them the prices until they get here because that wouldn't be the right, you know, I was told the other opposite. We don't give out prices, which I, I'm, 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 I can see both sides of that equation. You can't, you can't just say a price over the phone and have them understand what that means because you, you don't know what their experience is at any other gym. Yeah. What are they comparing maybe, to? Maybe they're comparing it to a 999 gym and you're, you're in your 500 bucks. Like, oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. Right. So that I can see that. But not knowing any of this, there's no uh, recurring revenue whatsoever. It's a pay, it's a, it's a pack, like a training Session package. Package, yeah. So, so how do you fix all this stuff? First off, you gotta track everything. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta know what you're spending on marketing, how many members that's generating you. So let's just make it super easy. Spend a thousand, get 10 members. You have a, you have a number called cost per acquisition. It cost you, you spent $100 to buy a customer. Yep. Very simple. Because if you've not read Buying Customers 2.0. Bradley Sugars. Bradley Sugars. Go to, go read that. It just will change your perspective on what marketing is. Yeah. Essentially, you're buying assets. Yeah, it's exactly it. I mean, we, I, I use that conversation almost every gym that we, we do mm-hmm. a discovery call with, and I mm-hmm. explain it and break it down. I always compare your client and the lifetime value of that client to a bar of gold. Yeah, that's why, that's so why I simple, say I love right? that. Yeah. It's so simple, but it, it does. It opens up your eyes to the understanding of what the task at hand is, as yep. opposed to just thinking it's, you know, some arbitrary, oh, I'm just, I got a, I need a new member. Well, okay, well, what does that, what does that mean in, to the business? You it really know puts I mean? it in perspective. And yeah. I think, you know, and I'm doing a, I'm doing a um, webinar on this next week uh, with Wellness Living. You may see you guys, if you're on our email list, you'll get a, you'll get a link to, to join that. But I'm going to use that analogy, right? Mm-hmm. Our goal, how much would you spend, right? Yeah. And when you look at it in that way, you everybody understands what a bar of gold is worth. That's the same thing your cu- customer's worth. Absolutely. Your customer's worth dollars. The bar of gold is worth dollars. If you just don't know what that client's worth, we've got a problem because you may not realize, but this customer might be worth $10,000 to your business. Mm-hmm. On average, people stay with you 36 months, they're paying 500 bucks, you know, like all, it could be $15,000 value with these clients in some models. Yeah. If you're a $99 a month, you know, three months, you know, average retention rate, yeah, then that, that client's worth 300 bucks. Which, which to the simple 
concept at hand, you, you can't afford to spend as much as the other gym to acquire that client. And yeah. that's, that's the grasp that you need to have on that understanding, but it's all math. It all makes sense, but it's you data. have to have the numbers. You have to have the data. The only gyms I give an excuse on uh, not knowing those numbers and it's only an excuse in the, in the interim is a brand new gym, Correct. right? You yep. don't, you don't know how long somebody you've been open six months, eight months. You don't know how long your clients are going to be with you before you start to see that turnover. That that's the only understandable situation where you, you yeah. might not know a true and you can. And, and again, you can still re- relate it to other gyms that have a similar model, similar uh, price points. You can still extrapolate data from others that have done it to give yourself at least an understanding of where you should be playing ball. That's the goal. I mean, that's what you should be doing in that situation. But if you don't, and I mean, if you're, if you've been in business more than a year, two years, and you don't know these numbers, that's on you. Start there. Yeah. Start, start absolutely. there. So, so we've got, you know, we've got a gym that doesn't know how much they cost to acquire a client. They, they make it real difficult to do uh, business with them. There's no like online booking link for consultations. And then when they do come in, there's no one, one person in charge of the sales operation. So there's no director, sales manager, GM, or any of that. It, it goes to the trainers in this particular gym. Now, these are two different gyms I was talking to, kind of blending the two. Attention gym owners, are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. So in the second gym here, they they have their independent personal trainers. By the way, I'm saying independent, meaning contract personal trainers who are running their own business out of your your operation, out of your four walls, uh, do the sales, okay? And so like, maybe that's okay, maybe that's not, until I ask the question, how do the trainers get paid in this situation? In your particular gym, Mrs. Gym Owner, or this was Mr. Gym Owner, um, do you, how do you pay these coaches? Well, they get paid on the services they provide. What about the consultation? Well, they don't get paid for that until they end up servicing them, but but they all have to have X amount of consultations per week. It's just kind of a round robin. So do you offer services in your facility that that particular personal trainer does not provide? Yes. Okay, well, do they get paid for those services? No. So what's to keep this personal trainer independent personal trainer running his own business has his own bills and hard costs from pushing somebody away from another service, even though that's the one they may come in for, i.e. Or been better for him. Or but, but, but yeah, Pilates or yoga, but they don't do that. They do personal training. Hey, you don't need that. You need to train with me. And then your business takes, takes the hit mm-hmm. or they don't close the deal because it's not what they really were in there for. So many things wrong. Yeah, absolutely. So many things wrong. And it was really eye-opening yesterday to hear both gyms that I've never met before. They just came on discovery calls, which is totally cool. Um, but not there wasn't one thing that I would say was done correctly in either scenario. Obviously, the data, they don't know the numbers, which is 
fine. You can get that number. But, mm-hmm. but I don't think they had enough systems in place that they could go easily find those numbers. So that's a problem. So if you don't know your numbers, guys, start there. You need to know at a minimum total number of leads generated per month, total sales per month, cost per acquisition. Probably you need to know, well, you need to know how many on average you're signing up and losing. So you need to know that Delta number between members in members out. You need to know your average revenue per member. Yeah. That was unknown per month per rep per. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like if you have, 10 different memberships, which by the way, both of these facilities had, which is another problem that you just have all these options. Like it, everything, every response I got when I asked a question was it depends. Yeah. That's, there's no clarity in the business. Yeah. In the, in the, in the worst thing that I've heard out of all of the conversations yesterday was we have no recurring revenue memberships. We're looking at doing that, but what we do sell is, packs of sessions, which again, I'm against, but the worst part about that is they don't expire. Mm. So I said, so you can have somebody come in that was five years ago that bought this and come in. Yep. It happens all the time. They bought five years ago sessions and they're coming in in 2024 and they bought this in 2019. Oh yeah. Mind blowing that this is this, this business is in operation anymore. So, so it's just, it's tough, right? These are all the things that I would see wrong. So what, 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 what would I say to do? Right. Like if I was going to, we have an episode that we re-ran not that long ago. If I was to redo everything Mm -hmm. again, um, and this is also something that, um, Jeff Hoffman said, like every, every year they, they say, if we're going to burn this business down and rebuild it the best way we know how today, what will we do differently? Well, you got to have recurring revenue. Mm-hmm. We have such an advantage over other industries that people would die for this, especially- it might in, be the only thing they, in, yeah, business, yeah. in the fitness business. That we sell that. a recurring subscription model. Yeah, They, they sign up, like again, I, I've said this, I've said this on stage, I've said this, I mean, there's people I've walked past today that signed up 15 years ago with us. They're out there training today. Well, well, just look at society. Look at, so like, look at how um, movies and things like that are distributed nowadays. You don't go to a Redbox and purchase the one. Mm-hmm. You buy a subscription to all of them, right? Everything, like the Netflix, the Prime, all of these things have moved to a subscription-based service because of the advantages that we have in the fitness industry. We, we've been fortunate to be in that arena and now other companies are going, oh, that looks like a great way of doing it's business. It's a better way to do it. Let's go over here and do this. And now we still have those in our industry that are fighting that and they're still trying to make it difficult for them on themselves to go make money. Let's let's sell 10 sessions. Like, oh, it's, it, 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 it's painful it sometimes. Is. But it's all fixable, guys. Here, here's the thing, like I'm not here to just like, I'm here to point out the, yeah. the problems. Yeah, we're using those those couple gyms as an example because these are, these are the things that we hear from gyms all of the time. Some of them do one of these things, some of them do multiples, mm-hmm. but ultimately these are the things that when you work with us, we we steer you away from. We get, bring you back to the understanding of the business and, mm-hmm. and like we were talking prior to the show, if you want to if you want to succeed in business, you have to treat this like a business. And unfortunately, throwing your hands up and going, we do this because that's how we've always done it is not an answer that's acceptable, Yeah, you know, or I, I don't know another way. Well, then you go and you find a different way. You research what it takes. You research what others are doing. You reach out to a coach, but there is definitely a better way of doing business. Yeah. But I would love to hear the reasons that 
that they feel like that's the best way. We do chunks of sessions because of X, Y, and Z. Tell me that, what those are. And, and typically there is no real There's words. no, and that's, that's what I'm saying is there's no intent behind those things. Yep. It's just the, the way that it's been done. And, yeah. and nobody's, nobody's looked at the business and said, okay, it, is this the best way that we should be doing this? It's, yeah. there's, it, there's no intentionality. It's pure, you know, throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. It's crazy. And yeah, and it's, it's all it, over You know what's place. funny is, um, you were talking about the, the other businesses that moved to subscription mm -hmm. model. Think, remember Office, Microsoft Office? Oh, yeah. You would buy the box at Costco. Yeah, or literally the discs. And there would be discs yeah. in there. And you owned it. Yep. And, and you could use that for like three years longer than, you know, until they started making it now. Windows 97 is like still <laughs> bouncing around. You know, Word 97 is like still a thing, you know? But yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, however, like we throw that advantage away a lot of times by doing the session packs or doing a paid in full at a discount or selling a three month paid in full intro deal. And then hopefully we can, re, you know, can retain them on the back end. And then, then we get into this employee contractor debate, oh. right? Like this is, this is really gnarly, right? Because, um, the reason why a gym would do contractors, at least in the beginning, is they don't have the money for payroll. Sure. So we're just gonna pay these guys uh, for what they do. Uh, you know, no tax. We don't have to. We don't have payroll tax on this. We just pay them a ten on it, and they're responsible for the FICO and Social Security and all that stuff. It makes it easier on the gym. But what you're doing there is you're handing over control, the assets. Yep. You're handing over the bars of gold to some guy can just leave tomorrow and that's tough and it's happened to me mm -hmm. i mean i've learned this lesson and i've done everything in my power in my new models and iterations to to protect and insulate and ensure the business away from that ever happening again i don't uh we switch clients with coaches we don't put coaches names on our schedule it's a or b and you pick a time yeah we control the programming Right, we we have our we have our software that does that. We control the programming. Um, you know, we have a uh, a text message platform that it's all from the gym, so the communication's happening through our platform. Like, there's just a bunch of stuff, right? We, um, you know, one of the best things we do is when a coach, like one of the best things that we do, and I don't know if any gym can just pull this off, is that we have a fitness director uh, in Zach, where he'll backfill coaches for on training floor and get him back on the floor and re reestablish relationships. If a coach is sick or out of town or, or on vacation or whatever mm -hmm. it is, um, that's always, I always welcome that. Like if a coach is gone, I love it because Zach gets back on the floor and he reestablishes those connections again. And, you know, and he essentially, he is, even though he's an employee, he's, he is the gym. He's here. a face. Yeah. yeah. So we've done all everything that we can to insulate from that happening because I've had this, my first coach I ever hired, um, she didn't show up for an afternoon session. Like her, she was supposed to be in one o'clock or two o'clock in the afternoon. She didn't show up near to the clients. <clears throat> I was like, okay, well maybe they, somebody's sick. So I call her, no answer, no answer, no answer. She didn't show up the next morning but neither did the clients. So it wasn't like the clients were there waiting for yeah. her. They had, they had schemed behind my back to go train out of a garage, like down the street. It didn't even quit. Like they just went over there and they started training over there uh, until um, one day on the cameras, I saw her come back in the gym, like after hours and steal all of the, the paperwork, you know, the paperwork oh. and all the contact records of all of our clients that we, we had it like in a binder. 
and and all the clients just quit like they all schemed against the gym you know because the Me trainer was the reason that they got results not irrespective of anything else it was all the all of the prey or all of the value in what we were offering was in the trainer's hands and the, the relationship the relationships yeah. yeah so you know that was 2010 11 12 somewhere in there i mean it's been a decade mm -hmm. but that stung, you know, basically half of my business walked out the door. And I've, I've heard this happening over and over and over to gyms. Like this is not uncommon. No. It's one of the dirtiest businesses out there. Trainers stealing clients. Um, and it's our own fault as gym owners because the way we set up our operations mm -hmm. allows that to happen. Mm -hmm. You let a bars of gold go in their backpack. You, you put know? them in their backpack you put and them you just wait for them to leave. That's the problem. Yeah, and, and so it's all fixable guys. We fixed all of this yep. like that. You know, we we've had coaches leave and change careers and stuff. We don't lose anybody anymore because mm -hmm. they're, they're tied to the gym, not to the coach. Right. And so, um, and I know for a long time, it's like, how do you make that happen? How do you have them tied to the gym when the coach is the one? Well, like I said before, the programming especially has come from the gym. Having something like semi-private pro, they can't go and just knock that off. Like that's no. that that's yeah. proprietary to the facility. Yep. Um, so it's not like, you know, and, and when you have the clients working with those iPads or, or Android tablets daily and they're clicking the buttons and they get, that's the value they're putting in the programming. I was gonna say, you kind of have to put it, it has to almost like be extra in their face. It's you know in their I mean? face yeah, and they it, love it. Yeah, exactly. But and, and we're re we're developing uh, gamification in that thing. And so it's like, Hey, happy birthday, happy anniversary, PR, new max, new record. All this stuff is popping up now. And it's just like, it makes it more user-friendly. There's all this stuff in there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's because I don't want the coaches to leave and take clients. Like that's just <laughs> the, one of the main reasons yeah. we do this, but also it's the continuing the customer experiences to be the same as a system. The programming and the training is a system, it's delivery system. And I was, I was gonna follow up with the same exact thing. You've created a system, the programming within it, right? Controlled in a system where even in the same, let's say nobody is leaving, but to your point, right? Uh, coach A and Coach B can follow the system and get the client a similar duplicatable result. That's a system. Mm -hmm. When it comes to um, not just the programming, but let's say you know a coach does leave. Okay, you plug a new coach, even if it's not somebody that's already on the team, right? You bring somebody new in. Their role and responsibility is follow the system, not go bring whatever great uh, training methodology and programming beliefs and all of that stuff with you into our business. No leave that at the door you're you're an employee you're a cog in the system your job is to do what we've created mm -hmm. and do that with you know personality you know hype energy you obviously be good at, at executing that but the vision and the 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 um the control and everything there always comes brand down yeah and and yeah. everybody else is kind of going you know, employee up in that regard. And it's, it's risk. It's massive risk. Yeah. It's fixable. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results 
It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. So I guess the point of this is, is there's there's things that you're doing in your business right now that you have no idea why you're doing them. Mm-hmm. You do them because you've always done this. And, and th- this was very, very evident when I came out of college and I was in the construction industry when these guys were in the, you know, in the trades journeyman in 30 years. And I couldn't understand why they were doing something because I had a different view, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and maybe their way was a way, wasn't wrong or right, but I'm like, man, should we do this instead? Um, one of the great examples was, uh, you know, I came out from a team atmosphere in college and I came into these projects and I was working at, I did kickoff meetings. Nobody did kickoff meetings in my company. I'm like, you, you, we got to get these guys meeting all each the other. different subs, all the subcontractors. <clears throat> I was like, dude, I need that drywaller and the electrician and the, and the insulator all talking to each other. Cause you know, what's going to happen. <laughs> they got to be on the same team. Otherwise they're yeah. it's them against each other. Absolutely. Well, Tim, we've never done it that well. I'd like to do it. And, and it was one of the best things and it got adopted, right? Like yeah. you just bring in a new way. Like it just, so you're doing things a specific way. A lot of times in your businesses and you just was like, well, that's the way we've always done it. I think you, it's always good to reevaluate everything you're doing because some of this is like, we do this, but we don't use that information. We'll stop doing it. Cause we're not, I mean, the point is to use the information you're getting out of a particular exercise we ain't doing stuff to waste time like no. let's the, everything's got to move the needle forward everything's got to have that one you know we sell more flowers mm-hmm. aspect to it so um i guess this episode is to like hey not not to really throw shade at anything but just like hey realize what you're doing could be hurting you most likely is there's other ways to do it if you guys need help obviously the links are in the show notes but uh you know Take a look at reevaluating everything you're doing. You could do stuff better. Like yeah. even us, we can do tons of stuff better and, and we will. And we will. Absolutely. And yet, and that, that's the awareness that comes with, you know, mm-hmm. being able to, to look at your business subjectively and just say, Hey, you know what? I, any of these can be, can be changed. Anything can be manipulated and modified, you know, for the best interest of the, the business and the client and their results. But to your point, sometimes you are too close to the problem right? As a gym owner that you've been doing it, maybe you've been in the industry, maybe mm-hmm. you've run your business for 10, 15 years and you've done it the same way. You can have a good business, but you could have a good business that's that's not capable of being great. And yeah. sometimes it does take a, a subjective eye, a coach, somebody else that's not in the business, in the mix every day coming in and saying, hey, you know what? Have you challenged this thought? Yeah. Have you ever yeah. said, you know, maybe this isn't the path that's the best option for us? Or, And so obviously that's a a nod to what we do here at Profit. But if you, if you find yourself in that position and you don't know how to look at your business without having your emotions and your ego and everything tied yeah, to it, yeah. then re- find a coach, find somebody that can come in, another business owner, maybe even just start there that can just say, hey, let's, let's, let's look at a couple of these areas and let's see if we can improve on these processes and systems. And you, I promise you, the thing that we do with every one of our clients is nothing more than just that. Here, here's what we think we can change. Here's, here's what we believe your opportunities for, for improvement are. When, when those gym owners adopt those changes, that's when we see the, the, the glass ceiling break yep. and, and you know, we're exploding uh, revenues and, and, contr- and the, then the control and the clarity that comes in. Like the gym owners, not only do they have more quote unquote success on paper and more money in the bank type of thing, but their, their businesses run more efficiently. Mm -hmm. There's less, you know, putting out fires every day. 
Um, hell, if I could, if I got a dollar every time a gym owner said, you know, my days are filled with putting out fires, it'd be every damn gym owner I've ever taken a call with, you know, Yeah. but that's not the purpose of running a business. That's not where you should be as a business owner. You should be looking for the future. You should be looking for these opportunities for change, for improvement, for what comes next. But if that's not what your day is filled like, then you, you, good chances you could really benefit from finding a coach or finding somebody to come in and look at your business. Exactly. Nice. All right. We'll end it on that. Hopefully that helps you guys. Um, until next episode, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. Thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.